engage, reflect, laugh, get comfortable, be you, relax and chill, sweatpants and coffee chat, freshly brewed, nice and hot, come sip, let's chat. Hello, 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 friends. Get in here. How are you? So we are so excited to be back with you. And today's episode is around social media anxiety. Mm -hmm. What is it and what is the impact that social media is having on everyday folks, Mm -hmm. I mean, young and old, um, and how does it impact, you know, the, you know, some of the symptoms of like anxiety and depression and, you know, the list, the list goes on with that. Yes, yes, yes. So today we're just going to like kind of figure out what are our perspectives on this whole social media and how it plays a part on our anxiety and things like that. So I want to start off with, obviously, we're not medical doctors, we're not clinicians, we're not not anything like that. We can only give you our perspective and how we feel about certain things and based off our research and what we read and stuff like that. So I just want to put that out there that we are not telling you to diagnose yourself. This is not not prescriptive. This is not to diagnose anybody. And so that's that. Yeah. Um, but I want to start the conversation with, um, you know, obviously feeling the, like this anxiety that people are starting to feel with social media being such a big platform and how people are literally making their money. They're getting noticed on these social media platforms. And so it's bringing this I need feeling. Right. Mm-hmm. So I guess we could start off with like the addiction kind of aspect of feeling like I need it. But what is it? Right. So what do you understand social media anxiety to be? So for me, social media anxiety is feeling like the need to be present on social media, feeling the need to kind of, I need to post or I need to see, or I need to be on there. um, And then I need to, I I need to make sure I get a a certain amount of likes. I need to get comments. I need to get um, views uh, on my stories, on my reels. And like, it becomes such a, I need feeling where you're not enjoying it anymore. And And so that's where the anxiety comes in because it creates this like anxious like energy. Yeah. And if you don't, that's how I'm getting it. You know, because even with, uh, you know, Apple and I'm sure um, Android implemented, you know, screen timing, right. Or Mm -hmm. uh, how, how much screen time and actually now starting to consider that. So I know some people try to break the mold in terms of like, I'm not, you know, disbanding their pages or, after a certain time, I'm not going on social to try to like stop us from this. You know, there's also like the aimless scroll, like you, you're bored and you just, you know, you pick up your phone. I've even noticed there are moments when I miss out and I'm not present because it's like your finger has its own mind Uh uh and you have this need to like scroll on whether it's TikTok or Instagram Mm -hmm. or, or Facebook. So then there's like this, this, struggle when you when you can't do it like i literally sometimes have to like decide to put my device away from me to ensure that you are present in the yeah. moment with your family because you ain't yeah. scrolling rereading text messages mm-hmm. you scrolling on social yeah so I, I that's how i perceive to be social media because i feel as if like it's something that people are getting so addicted to or feeling the need to have to be present and then the, the, the need for likes and comments and stuff is that it, it would give somebody anxiety, especially someone like myself who suffers from anxiety. I could totally see how we could be like, oh, I didn't get enough likes. Does, is it not good enough? Is it not this? You know, like you could play this over and over in your head. 
So I could totally see how it could become a factor, right? right? But you have to own it too. Like you have to own that you are this person. Indeed. Right? Own that you are the person that does it and then do stuff to like help yourself get the kind of help that you need. Mm-hmm. So let's talk about the one thing that we haven't really mentioned. The fact that like on social media, you are perceived as something and maybe you're really even not this person, right? So, you know, we had we had a previous conversation about like, you know, the need for women to be a certain way mm-hmm. on social media platforms um, and feeling like they need to be uh, perceived in a certain way, uh, have a certain picture out there or, or be sexy or not be sexy or do this or do that. Um, and for me, it would, it would literally take all of my energy to have to be somebody else on a certain platform. But again, people are making money off these things. So obviously they feel the need to be this person on these platforms. So what do you think about really not being the person that you are kind of telling people that you are on social media? I, I, men and females. My perspective, social media is not real. Um, it is generally not organic. And so I have a very different experience than you with social media and not to say that I am not I don't not to say that I don't understand the value and the impact of social media obviously because you know my background is in marketing and um I actually you know we we have a whole business that thrives and consults on virtual and digital engagement so I do understand the value um for me it's just not real I understand that even in consulting clients, everything is a strategy. Every, even for influencers, for schools, for organizations, for institutions, what we post is strategic based on what we need you to know, right? So when we think about uh, influencers who may be lifestyle brand influencers, their strategy is all around what is their point of view? What do they need you to know? What are they most known for? So everything that they post is going to be around that. So if I'm posting around having a clean home and organization, right? I'm an influence around um, tidiness and organization. I'm likely not going to post what my house looks like when my kids tear the place up. Or maybe I am, but I'm then going to show you this after effect, but I'm certainly not going to show you the fact that I'm exhausted and maybe don't want to get to this point and what that process looks like. And so that's what I mean when I say, you know, it's not as organic, I think, as people uh, want to believe. Mm -hmm. Um, But for me personally, um, And I would not ever consider myself an influencer per se, but I'm definitely um, into uh, branding, brand deals, into, um, you know, being an ambassador uh, Mm -hmm. of something, right? I cannot say that when I post, I put the phone down and I'm checking it to see how many likes I get. Mm -hmm. I'm not that concerned. I'm more concerned with, the fact that I'm executing my strategy. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm not going to say that I don't again, right? Because even with putting content out, you do need to assess data and all these things. But for me, I have the exact opposite um, experience of you. I don't necessarily struggle with anxiety, not to say something can't make me anxious. However, for me, I use Instagram and Pinterest and um, things like that as a source of entertainment and even inspiration. 
So I'm not feeling anxious because there's this uh, theory of comparison, right? That goes on and that's where it gets very dangerous. You know, um, Cardi B posted something or posted a particular, you know, the new Chanel bag or posted what success looks like for Cardi B. And now I'm comparing myself. And maybe that's not a great example because that's not someone who's on your level, but another entrepreneur yeah, it could just be anybody. posts their wins. And now you are comparing yourself mm -hmm. to what this person's success looks like. You're not considering how long they've been doing it, why they're doing it, where maybe their strategy is different from you, but you have this comparison and this anxiousness to get to where they are. And again, oftentimes where it's not organic mm -hmm. is because some entrepreneurs don't post their process. They don't post the weeks where they're not generating mm -hmm. any sales or you know what they look like in their house with their bonnet on because presentation is everything. So just like how when we grew up, you always hear, you know, you don't come out the house looking any kind of way or a first impression is that people treat Instagram the same way. First impression is, everything. you know, everything. So what, what, what you're putting out is the polished, cleaned up version of you, of your brand and all of these things. Mm -hmm. And so what I have noticed is like an influx of um, folks who are trying to say, I'm going to do a better job. And it's oftentimes in stories. I'm going to do a better job at showing you the real, real. Um, you know, when we think about influencers or celebrities or um, folks in, within that realm, Sarah Jakes Roberts is really good at that. And she will post herself barefaced and say, you know, this morning I she thrives on women's empowerment. And she'll say this morning, I didn't feel like past. Pastor Sarah Jakes Roberts, the woman you guys are all, you know, admiring. Today, I woke up scared. Today, I woke up afraid. Today, I didn't feel like it. Mm -hmm. Today, I felt mm -hmm. defeated. And oftentimes, it's very rare that you find folks that find a space in their strategy to really share those things. So for me, social media is not real. And I think because I understand that, I have a bit of a disconnect with the need to compare yeah. and the likes and also because i understand how it works yes exactly yeah yeah and i think it's most dangerous too um look you know like for me I, I don't really care too much about the likes and stuff like that i just want our business to do well on that so i think i kind of you know obviously my anxiety is more like oh did our business page more than my lifestyle brand more it's more did the business page ad do generate sales did it do well did it get likes did it get did the reels do well you know only because i want our business to prosper so i think that's the one that i kind of like clock a little bit more and i think that that's what you should care I, about that's the one did that it, i do care did about did it generate than, money yeah, did it do, did who it do anything cares? Yeah, did who it do anything? cares how many people liked it yeah like did it do anything for our sales or did it get us noticed did we get more followers i just want our business to do well so that's the one i clock really the most yeah. analytically but i think it becomes dangerous for people when they start to change um, their images, oh, yes. um, you know, based off of what they see on social media with all the BBLs and breast implants and, you know, all these all these other things that are changing yeah. what you look like in your image based off of what you see on social media. So I think that's the dangerous part of things Indeed. where, you know, I, I won't lie and say that I'm not one of those people that have been like, oh, she looks great. But at the same time, as much as she looks great, I know it's not real. Right. Mm -hmm. Like I know it could be photoshopped. I know that she had work done. I know that, you know, certain things could be real and certain things could not be real. And I would hate to compare myself 
to something that has been altered in a way in which I have not altered who I am. Right. Like I'm still the same person. Yeah. So if I had a BBL, maybe I would look like that. If I did have that, I would look like that. But the, the, the scary part is to really think about the fact that you would go and have plastic surgery so that you could look like someone else that you've seen on social media. So that part is the dangerous part. Because for, for some people, it, it creates this. I'm not enough. Mm -hmm. You know, and, and then that's the anxiety part that I correct. That's the anxiety part that I feel. Thank God I don't have that. And I if I had to knock on wood, I would because as much as I could say, oh, she's a beautiful person, I could also appreciate the fact that maybe if she had work done or maybe he's photoshopped and maybe this and not compare myself and say, oh, I'm not enough, right? And then it comes to men, right? Like men do the same thing. They're posting jewelry and and, and new sneakers and stuff. And, and then they are living in a basement, can't afford to do this and can't afford to do that. They're still driving the same Honda. They're renting cars when they're on vacations because... You know, they want to put up an image because as men, they're supposed to be this person. It's like they go the to prom ground. every day. And I, yes, exactly. <laughs> like when you get, that, to, you get the outfit and uh -huh, the car. Uh -huh. And everything that you buy has to be of a certain caliber or needs to be something else. And, and that's why I said it's not just females. It's also males that suffer from wanting to be something else for the brand. Um, so yeah, I feel as if like social media anxiety is a whole real thing and it could create, so like create anxiety, even in people who don't even suffer from anxiety Indeed. in both men and females, because I would hate to have to be anxious about what I'm going to post and what it's going to look like and Photoshop it for six hours at a time. It would make me exhausted to have to be somebody else. So I could totally see how social media plays a factor for certain people mm -hmm. and the young people too like yeah i mean we're talking and, and it makes you wonder as parents right how young is too young to allow your child then to start to get into the social media mm -hmm. realm mm -hmm. because of what it is creating you know mm -hmm. i remember one mom of a student of mine the, the little girl at the time was facebook and she was like mom you know i want a facebook and her mom said and what do you want a Facebook for? Because mm -hmm. Facebook is usually used to start a conversation because it was all about the feed. She was like, yeah. what exactly are you going to tell the people, you 10-year-old? Yeah, like, exactly. What, what conversations what, are you having? What is it that you have to say? Now, I do think that, you know, with YouTube um, being, you know, as viral as it is, TikTok being, and these, you know, as viral as it is, and these these platforms are a source of information, you do have young people who are extremely funny, um, who have a point of view or who are really skilled. And I think that there is a, that is, there's a, a space and a place for them. But when we think about, you know, places like Instagram in particular, in particular, I think that it could get a little tricky, um, because mm -hmm. there's no real way. It is probably the least private, first of all. Um, and there's no real way to monitor or to gauge what they're seeing. Right. Because, uh, when the, the explore page, you have access to everything. Yeah, especially when they have your history. So if you looked up one thing, they'll just keep giving, the explore page will keep giving you that. So yeah, that's yeah. definitely a big deal. And the one thing you're looking up is usually the thing you are probably obsessing over, right? And mm -hmm. obsessing is a big word, but it's what you're most interested in. Yeah, and that you watch the most because they're, they're monitoring what you are staring at the most data the drives everything yeah so, so what we search you know search engine optimization seo you hear those terms all the time right and again i think because i'm on that side of things i understand that these numbers help businesses 
like Instagram still a business, yeah. make informed decisions about how they strategize things to make sure that their that their business thrives. I will admit, mm-hmm. although I don't have social media anxiety, I don't believe mm-hmm. I am guilty of things like if I post in this outfit, I probably won't. Ever wear the outfit again. I'll wear the outfit again. But you won't post. I won't post the picture again, even if I feel like it's a really dope picture. Same. Um, And if there's something that I feel like I don't want people to know or to see, and I I don't feel like it's the best representation of me, like, you know how you take a bunch of selfies. They say you take a bunch of selfies and you only pick one out of the 20 pictures that... I'm certainly guilty of that, right? Because you want to make sure you, you are definitely look a, you that. look a certain way. Mm-hmm. Um, and lastly, I feel like if there are aspects of me or my life that I just don't feel like is for the world, I will omit posting those things uh, rather than just you know. Some people just get Instagram happy, and you look, and they're posting like five to ten to twenty times a day yeah. their whole life. I am certainly, I, I don't, I personally do not subscribe to that. I yeah. think that, you know, some things, you know, you are for me. Everything. Yeah. yeah. Like I'm not interested in you maybe knowing what my bathroom looks like. Yeah. Unless I'm being strategic and I'm posting That's what I want a skincare brand, you know, yeah. but some people will, you know, they just need to post that selfie. They're in the mirror, you know, toilet in the background <laughs> and your whole life, yeah. you know, in the background. For sure. Folks know exactly what corner your closet is on. Like, I, there's just some things for me. There's, there's a boundary with social media for me. Yeah, yeah, definitely for sure. And then I, I would hate to be the person that needs to be consistent with a, with a particular, you know, kind of branding that is out there as well, too. Like, think about the fact that there's probably men or females that have already set up a platform of them being sexy, let's say, right? They have already set this platform or they set up the platform of being the wholesome shy girl and they want to change their image, but social media doesn't really allow for those spaces for growth and for change. I think I just want to touch on it once, like just one time where uh, women get it probably the most, right? Where it's, I started off as this wholesome girl and I worked my, I worked my ass off to have the body that I have right now. I want to show it off. I want to be sexy. And then, Social media can then kind of pervert that, completely pervert that. And then it looks as if I'm being different, but I'm not being different. I'm growing up. I'm becoming a new person, right? Interesting. And so overall, like, as much as that is part of the growth, that because it is, it's part of the growth. And, and when I became a woman or when I worked this hard for this body, I want to show you that I worked this hard, Right. But then social media can completely take that away and say things like, you ain't supposed to do that. And you're like, oh, what am I supposed to do then? I'm supposed to be what you want me to be. I agree. I agree. I I personally experienced that. I think that's a little unfair. I personally experienced that. And let me tell you when. So um, I create content for a, a, a particular brand, right? And the brand posted me and in the photo, I'm sitting on the ground and I'll be happy to link it in the description. I'm sitting on the ground and my legs are apart from one another because of the positioning of the pose. I have on jeans, I'm fully clothed. I have on jeans, a coat, a hoodie and sneakers. On the respective page, the comments were very positive of course, because those are generally the supporters. 
When it hit, uh, I believe it was Neighborhood Talks, when it hit one of those blog sites, the comments underneath were, if I was a weak-minded person, I would have been devastated. Oh, uh, because my shirt said, I'm speaking. Someone even posted, between her legs are speaking. And there was nothing sexual about the photo at all, right? But say someone like myself, where this could have tripped me up mm -hmm. and I could, you know, be experiencing what you're describing yeah. is where now, to your point, the the internet decides to sexualize or pervert something. It may not have been intended as such, but the internet almost gets to dictate, you know, with memes and comments mm -hmm. and trolling, the yeah. internet almost gets to dictate the intended purpose of a particular post. Mm -hmm. When really and truly, the pose and the entire post was to endorse and to uh, show a position of power and dominance in my stature mm -hmm, mm -hmm. all around Kamala Harris during the uh, inauguration um, week, right? Mm -hmm. So coming up into inauguration week. I was completely floored, but again, I mean, and even, you know, I remember my esthetician was on there and she said, girl, I had to come off of there because people were on there in the car. I mean, it was insane. So it's almost as if you have to think twice about how to uh, position yourself appropriately at all times based on what the world sees mm -hmm. as, 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 um, yeah. As, as good. Yeah, as good. And, and that is such a subjective term. What is good, yeah, right? I, good, that's the I define part. good for yeah. me. That's the unfair part. Yeah. And, and I, I think it's definitely unfair for people who are young and then they grow up. I think it's unfair for them not to be able to grow up and be yeah. sexy. So let's talk about that, right? Because we had a conversation oh, about yeah. Chloe and Haley, right? So as we know, those are the two sisters that... Um, Beyonce discovered and well, she discovered their singing ability. I believe they yes. were already acting prior to that. And they came in as children and yeah. now they're adults, right? Mm -hmm. And so I remember when the Busted Challenge came out, um, it was Chloe, Chloe. correct? Mm -hmm. So Chloe posed this bomb video. I mean, she does her thing. Mm -hmm. And but we know Busted was sort of like it was super sexualized. Yeah. And I thought that that was totally cool. But I noticed now as a result, maybe posts that she would have normally posted just as an adult and as a woman, now everything is from that lens for me where I'm like, okay, why are we, you know, switching up to this extent where now everything about what you're doing is sexualized. But honestly, the internet kind of created that narrative. Yes, she did the busted challenge. However, I think that some of the posts, like if she posts herself in a bathing suit now or something like that, where she is uh, standing in her glory, mm -hmm. it mm -hmm. almost becomes perverted naturally exactly. because of that particular thing. So again, that's why I say like, you know, social media is not real and there's something so inorganic about it because her being herself at home is probably super organic. But when these challenges come out and it's almost like now you got to double think about mm -hmm. everything that you do or if you're on vacation, oh boy, let me not post myself in a bathing suit. Mm -hmm. Things that you wouldn't think twice about mm -hmm. because the internet just kind of just... It and just then once the internet creates it, you now feel the need to justify yourself, change it. You start to get the anxiety that we're speaking of where it's like, I can't even post what I want to post or 
I don't know, it just becomes this ongoing cycle. And and to to speak back on our previous conversation, I think it's unfair for her to be judged and be like, oh, now she's being overly sexualized. I just feel as if like she's growing up. She's a grown woman. She worked hard for that body. Mm-hmm. Why can't she do that? And right. why can't she be sexy? Why can't us women be both a, a wholesome person and a sexual person and a lifestyle? Like, why can't we do it all? Where when we speak about how equal we are, just feel as if at the same time, we also kind of judge these these celebrities or influencers or people in our lives based off of social media. And we want them to stay a certain way. And of course we would love to them, but they got to grow up. Like she eventually will have to have been a woman. So why not let her do her thing? If she wants to do that, that's her thing. That's her branding. I think it'd be sick of me to be like, oh, now I'm going to do it too. Because it's working out so great for her, she's getting all these likes, she's getting all this attention. Let me do it too. That is not my journey. That is not what I'm supposed to do. It will create the anxiety of me comparing it to me to her and stuff like as opposed to it inspiring you and telling you, let me go to the gym. Right. Right? Or or it's safe to stand in your glory, whatever that may look like. Whatever body. If that even I know some people who will not cut their hair will not take their weaves out, will not, um, they just won't post certain things because it's not, you know, the ideal image and what's yeah. glorified. And and I think that that is us, um, you know, kind of boxing ourselves back into like that oppressed state in the sense of, no, you have permission, you get to decide yes, exactly. who you are and who you want to be. And I think that, you know, and it's point. okay to have made mistakes. Like, isn't it okay to try something and it not work not out on the internet, but though. not on social media? And so I think it creates this this yeah. place where it's like it's it's not as safe for you to be yourself because yeah. you are you will be judged and, and it's unfortunate. Well that life life judged. life is not safe. And it's I, not, and you will be judged whether or not you put it on the gram or you don't put it on the gram. And like, mm-hmm. you know, obviously as a mom, I've gotten mom shamed at the supermarket, you know? So like overall, like you're going to be judged even off of social media. So, you know, it is what it is. But as long as you keep a focus of who you are as a person, your journey, your goals in life and be true to yourself, I feel mm-hmm. as if like this, it won't play such a factor because you will be able to identify, say that's great for them and identify that that's not part of my journey. And then if you get influenced or you feel motivated, that's one thing. But to be, you know, completely overwhelmed with I need to be this is not it's not healthy. I agree. Yes. I, I couldn't I think that was so well said. I could not agree with you more. Yeah. Um, so definitely, you know, stay true to yourself yes. um, and be very, very, very mindful. Uh, and I'm, I, I this is like, a, how do you call that? Like when you say. It's almost like a double negative, but yes. <laughs> mindset mindset shifts are everything. And so mm-hmm. I think that, you know, for those of us who may be guilty of, you know, in any of this, you know, check it and just, sh- you know, shift your thought process and be yeah. reminded that like being true to yourself, being organic is necessary. And if you can't do that, you may want to limit, you know, yeah, how accessible you are. Limiting to, your social media is fine too. Yeah. Yeah, for sure. So, yeah, we appreciate you guys stopping by for this nice kind of informative conversation. I hope you guys appreciated it. Don't forget to like, comment, and subscribe to the channel. We do, do appreciate all of our supporters. Thank you so much, and we will see you in the next episode. Bye, guys.